Hey, everybody. I wanted to record this bonus episode of this Daring Adventure podcast for you today about healing your relationship with your body, because this has come up for me in a few instances with my clients. And in fact, it came up twice this week. So I wanted to put something together for you to talk a little bit about it and give you some ideas as to how you can start to heal your relationship with your body. What I'm seeing with my clients is that they have this either very disconnected or antagonistic relationship with their body if they are experiencing some sort of chronic pain, chronic health condition, or perhaps they are recovering from childbirth or from surgery. And that they have this pain and they feel betrayed by their body. And that somehow their body is doing this to them and that they are let down. And what I'm seeing with my clients is that they are very much separate from what's going on in their body. They are not showing themselves any compassion or any kindness to themselves as a whole, and they're not operating as one team. And I really do feel that you and your body are one team. You're on the same side, even though at times it may not feel like it. And that this perception that your body is doing this to you and against you is not helping you. And basically, what I'm seeing is that, first of all, there's no upside to this line of thinking. And in fact, I believe you're creating greater resistance in your body, both emotionally and physically. You're creating greater stress and tension. And it's making you feel worse emotionally and physically. And it's slowing you down. And it's not moving you forward, in fact, in a positive, helpful way. And that in order to start even feeling a little bit better, we need to look at dropping the resistance and dropping that antagonistic view with your body. The other thing I'm seeing is a lot of frustration and pain caused by people arguing with reality about the situation that they're experiencing with their body in that they think things shouldn't have happened that way, that they shouldn't be feeling this way now, And that somehow something has gone terribly wrong and that it isn't fair. And again, this perception, this this idea that somehow things should be different than they are and that they shouldn't have happened that way is causing you pain and frustration. It's taking up a lot of mental and physical and emotional energy. And 
when you argue with reality, you're going to lose every single time. And I think overall, it goes back to my first point is that it's creating a lot of resistance, which is never going to serve you. And it has, it has no upside. The third point I see is that all of this arguing with reality, this resistance, this stress about what's going on in your body creates greater pain. And I will talk a little bit about Dr. John Sarno's work, who believes that all pain in the body is related to our emotions and to our stress. And that emotional pain creates physical pain. And that the more physical pain you have, the more physical pain you will create for yourself. And so there is this idea of a pain cycle. And so you're just perpetuating the cycle. And so we want to be careful about what we're creating more of. Or you're focusing on this relationship with your body that is is resistant and antagonistic and unfair, and you're creating more stress and more pain for yourself, which just begets more stress and more pain. And so we really want to be careful about the story that we're telling ourselves about this situation. And what I recommend to my clients is the following. First, you need to stop arguing with reality and telling yourself that either it's not fair, that it shouldn't happen, it shouldn't be this way. Accepting, getting into a position of acceptance of where you are and dropping that resistance will free you up. It will release some of the drag. And it will end some of the emotional suffering that's caused by this arguing with reality. And next, you want to realize that you have far more power than you think. Your thoughts create your emotions. And regardless of whether you believe Dr. Sarno's thesis, there has to be a mind-body connection. And whether we have all of that ability and all of our emotional pain is causing our physical pain, absolutely, on some level, your emotional stress and distress is going to cause stress and pain in the body. Whether it's 100% or not, there has to be some correlation there. There is a relationship. And so you want to be cognizant of the story that you're telling yourself and what you're thinking and what your overall beliefs are because they will create your emotions. And then they will also drive your actions. So if you are believing that this shouldn't be happening, what emotion is that creating for yourself? 
if you believe that your body is doing this to you, that it is somehow against you, what's the emotion that that's creating it for you in your body? My feeling is that it's not creating any sort of helpful, positive emotion that is going to help move you forward and give you a little bit of relief. So you want to start to be aware of what's going on and what your story is and maybe start to think about changing it. Processing emotions is a very helpful way of dealing with some of the frustration and anger, sadness, disappointment, whatever it is that you're feeling about your situation. Whatever you're feeling is completely normal. It's not about being right or wrong, but you want to understand that if you can process it and move through it and give yourself some relief, then that's overall going to move you in a, in, the, in a more positive direction. It's, it's not about just changing it. It's not about making yourself wrong. It's about accepting it, processing it, and moving through it in order to relieve some of your suffering. You want to be curious about your thinking and about what's going on for your body. If you're experiencing something, if you're experiencing additional pain, if you're experiencing changes, just be curious about what's going on. The client I spoke to yesterday was somewhat uncertain about why she was experiencing this pain and this suffering in her body when she had done so much work previously. But what came out was, well, you know, she had actually had a few things happen over the past week, which were significant events in her life. And so this was having an impact on her emotions and on her stress level and therefore on what was going on in her body. So just taking the time to be curious and wonder why this is going on and just exploring a little bit might give you some relief to understand that there is a reason why this is happening and it's okay. Next, you want to look at carrying out some activities that will bring you some ease and some relief. Journaling, mindfulness, meditation, yoga, some sort of exercise, walking, running, bicycling, whatever it is to get that movement. EFT tapping, I highly recommend to all of my clients. Whatever it is, that sort of helps you to process emotions, to get you moving, to take care of yourself, can be very helpful. If it's a nap, or if it's 10 or 15 minutes of mindfulness, it can go a long way, especially if you're doing it on a regular basis. I find if you're not waiting until you reach a situation where the stress is is higher and you've reached sort of a critical point, but you can do it on a regular basis to help build that resilience. It's really beneficial. 
It's not too late to start now. If you're feeling the stress and you're feeling the pain, it's never too late to start. But the more regularly you can do it, the greater benefit you will have. And I do find that, especially in myself, the more regularly I do it, the less likely I am to reach peak states of stress. Next, get some support, whether it's in therapy, whether it's from a trainer or a friend or a coach. It can be really helpful to share some emotions, to vent, to let off some steam, to get that help you need to get a little bit of perspective and a little bit of awareness and a little bit of objectivity, right? Coaching, of course, is really helpful because it will help to bring some awareness to you, to your habits, your beliefs, what you're thinking, what your patterns are, what your behaviors are. And awareness is always the first step. And then we can see about how we want to process it, how we want to maybe change some of it, how we can move you to a place which is 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 serving you. And it helps to give you that clarity. Next, have compassion and kindness for yourself. Don't speak to yourself or think thoughts about yourself that you wouldn't say to someone else, to your best friend. Having that compassion, especially when you are in pain, whether it's emotional or physical, have that compassion for yourself, your body. Understand that that is one of the most beneficial ways of releasing some of the resistance and, and to release some of the arguing with reality. It, it's, it's coming from a place of acceptance. Saying, yes, this is going on. I understand this. And I know it's challenging. You want to establish a self-care routine, whether it's taking hot showers, whether it's getting a massage, whether it's lighting a candle, listening to nice music, whatever it is that helps you, especially at times when you're feeling, you know, you're in pain, maybe things are particularly challenging, have a routine that you can go to that is helping you to feel a little bit better and practice that on a regular basis. All right. You and your body are on the same team. And when you are arguing with reality, when you are disconnected from your body and from whatever is going on in it, whether it's an illness, whether it's recovery, if it's an injury, it is a part of you. And so you have far more power than you think. And so you need to be aware of your thoughts and what feelings you are creating in your body about this situation, about your pain, about, about your illness. 
and dropping the resistance, reducing some of the stress and the distress can only help to move you forward in a more positive direction and to build that relationship with yourself and to reconnect with your body. I hope that helps. I thought it was really interesting because as I mentioned, I've had several clients experiencing this type of disconnect from their body and in a lot of emotional and physical pain. As I mentioned, Dr. Sarno has done some interesting work. He's written a few books on this. Look him up, but also take a look at different activities that might help you to reduce some of your stress and get the support that you need. If you're interested in trying coaching, I do offer a private one-hour coaching session with me. The link will be in the show notes. It's a great opportunity to invest this time in yourself, get a little bit of clarity. I promise you'll come away feeling a little bit better. If you have any questions, feel free to drop me an email. I will put my email in the show notes as well. And I will also put the link to the EFT tapping and the mindfulness app that I use called Headspace. They're both very beneficial. I use them almost on an everyday basis. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.